This is Including You, the new series from Lead at Any Level. Including You features stories from chief diversity officers and other executives who are creating inclusive cultures in their organizations. Our goal is to show what's working in companies just like yours, to give you the tools you need to keep pushing for progress in your own workplace. We want to create belonging and opportunity for everyone, including you. And now here's your host, Amy C. Wanninger. Welcome back to Including You. I'm your host, Amy C. Wanninger, the Inclusion Catalyst. My guest today is Dr. Frank Gonzalez. He's the Director of Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging at Yum Brands Taco Bell. Taco Bell has more than 55,000 restaurants in over 155 countries and territories with more than a million employees and franchise associates. Dr. Gonzalez, welcome to the show. Thank you, Amy. I'm excited to, to uh, be here with you. It's a uh... It's really exciting. So just really treat and I appreciate you uh, inviting me over. Thank you so much. Why is inclusion such an important component of taco, of a strategy for a company like Taco Bell? Amy, if I may, let me uh, backtrack just a little bit and, and, and it might make sense of, of why I do that though too. But my name is Frank, pronouns he, him, his. I am joining you here in the U.S. in the central time zone. I consider myself, I identify as a male ambivert, meaning I have a balance of definitely getting excitement with people, energized, but also enjoy some quiet reflection time. Dark brown skinned, I identify as Hispanic, Latino, specifically Mexican American. I am a proud father and a very enthused and inspired husband. My personal values are and how I approach work and try to approach life every day. And it's always a consistent intentionality, I think, is being approachable, being genuine, and being trustful. And I actually live by a quote, too, is grant me the courage to serve others, or in service, there's true life. And that's from Cesar Chavez. And the reason I bring that up, though, too, so it's not just an intro, is that when you approach even your job, your work, and what you do, and especially equity, inclusion, and belonging, you have to really be surrounded by that. And when I joined the brand here with within Yum and specifically Taco Bell, is that it's not just an ethical or competitive approach for them. It is entirely personal. So when you hear those theories about it starts at the top, it really, from our CEO to many members of our C-suite to many members of our executive leadership, it is very personal to them. And not only is it personal to them, they don't have that awkwardness of talking about it everywhere they go, whether it's in meetings, whether it's in business updates, whether it's how they show up on their LinkedIn or other social media platforms, it's just who they are and they're about others. And so when you think about why is it important for them, why is it not, they are so beyond the business case of having to explain over and over in every meeting, weekly, monthly, or in quarterly updates, the business case behind that. So it's more about what do we do to execute that? What do we need to be able to make that happen? What are the barriers and obstacles that you're experiencing so that I can help either alleviate them, reduce them, or completely annihilate them, and so that we can make this happen for others? And so when you think about that kind of leadership, who wouldn't want to be surrounded by that? And so it's a huge priority with our people. And then they understand the business impacts as well. So people everywhere now are going to go to the Taco Bell careers page. <laughs> I hope and so. Say, How can I sign up? 
because that's the answer that I always want to hear and rarely get that. It, that's phenomenal. So tell me with where you are in this journey as a company, what are you doing that's working? What do you feel like is, is unique or what got you to that place? Hey friends, you know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Feeling like I'm ready to crawl out of my skin, irritated by everything and everyone around me. Bouncing between cravings for salty foods and sweets and back again. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control from Happy Mama. Estro Control contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a menstruating person's life. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what people mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Happy Mammoth products, including Estro Control. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CORP, C-O-R-P, at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code C-O-R-P for 15% off today. So I'll put this in in theory and then how it shows up in practice. So there's a really great book uh, about why great leaders don't take yes for an answer. Not no, but yes. Why don't they take yes for an answer by uh, Michael Roberto? And he basically talks about cultures and three, and I'm going to oversimplify it, but he talks about cultures and three kind of buckets or pillars or domains. And so there's this culture of no. And if you ever have worked or been or consulted in those kinds of organizations, it's just any new idea is just no. And either whether it's competitive, ethical, doesn't matter, even if it's personal, it's just, no, very traditional. We get things done. We've been successful, et cetera. No. And we definitely as EIB professionals have experienced things like that layered on top of every other thing. And so that's self-explanatory. There's also this culture of maybe, and so you show up in meetings and, and things like that. And what doesn't work well is that you leave this with the sense of, are we, did I get approval? Did I not? Or maybe they ask for Hey, can you go run some more numbers for me? Can you, can we set up an additional meeting? Now you're on meeting three, four, five, six, and you're just presenting more and more data to indecisiveness. And so they just want the data or other things to make decisions for them, but they also want to escape in actually making those final decisions. Then there's the culture of yes. Now, culture of yes is just yes and. Yes, we can get this done and. There are obstacles. There's always going to be time and money as an issue. There's always going to be all, all kinds of barriers, but it's just yes and. Now, of course, it could still have its downfalls. It's not always just this great yes and you're getting things done, but it's also just this environment of, okay, we can get it done. So how do we get that done? And so you have this environment of collaboration and that's, that's part of inclusion and a measurement of that. And so what's working well here is that I'm just surrounded by people of yes and, right? Now, you definitely have to slow people down sometimes too, because foundationally, the program or theory or whatever initiative, especially with EIB efforts, are, are there. But then you might want to, yes, and skip two or three levels, right? Change management or how are we going to measure this? And what if it doesn't work well? What are our contingencies? What if it works really well and people want a lot of it? How do you scale that, especially as an international company or a really high presence? And so just slowing people down a little bit and, and bringing them along with that. So what's working well are those things is being surrounded by a culture of yes, 
And how that's really done is generally making DNI very approachable, genuine and personal. So I talked about how our leaders, it starts there and creating that excitement. And then you said, yeah, everybody's going to go there. And I hope so. I hope so. I, I really mean this because I've been working in EIB for almost two decades now and been in a variety of industries. And it's like a mirage that I have to pinch myself sometimes that it's really like that. But what's working well is there are very little to none naysayers. It's more of bystanders to come along with the game and then folks that are already in the game and they want to know and digest more. How do I do this? What's going on? And so they're definitely embedding it in all their processes. This podcast, Living Corporate, it's brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website engage with the audience and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place on your terms. Let me tell you something. Y'all might not know this, but living corporate, we started our whole journey on Squarespace. My website, Zachary It's on Squarespace. I can't tell you how much I appreciate its fluid engine, the ability to create world-class templates and design. It's very intuitive, incredible. We have custom merch through our Squarespace. We have an incredible asset library, so I can always mix it up, switch and swap. It's super dope. And the fact that you can host all types of content, video, audio, all types of media, you can put all on your Squarespace. I can't recommend it enough. If you want to learn more about Squarespace, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that speaks to hiring the right people and that speaks to attracting people with the right cultural values. Can you talk a little bit about how you do that uh, at Taco Bell? What are the values that you a spouse to the candidates that are coming in and how do you, how do you make that real for them so they can see themselves there? It starts with people. I know that's been said so many times. I'll be, I just want to be honest. That's been said so many times and in so many different platforms, but it really starts with people. So whether it's how we're writing a job description, how we're actually showing up, how we're inviting within our employee resource groups because they're part of that welcoming committee, how we're thinking about our opportunities and internal pipelining. All of it is, okay, what about the people? What are the impacts there? What's going on? And really surfacing, not just the feel-good stuff, but also what's not working. Almost as, again, like a project management or kind of a post-mortem process improvement. How can we improve upon that? And so when you think about hiring, obviously you want the technical skills regardless of what's going on. You definitely want to be able to show up, but beyond your resume and beyond the resume, once you, we almost know that you are a definite cultural ad, it's getting to know you. It's really, truly getting to know you and just, Hey, tell me a little bit about you. What's going on. And people memorize that. So when you show up on day one, I will tell you, I I can speak freely on my first five minutes in my first five minutes of my first week of my first day, I was already collaborating with our CEO. In many organizations, you have to go through so many layers and appointments. And it's, hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, Frank, you're so-and-so. Oh, okay, yeah. Da, da, da. 
And within the first hour or so, I'm hugging, right, our CPO, our chief people officer, who is global. So you think about the people. It was like, okay, it matched at the hiring, and, and they talked about this. They lived it. And also in our foundation, how we show up externally with our foundation and raising millions of dollars and just we pour out those scholarships. We have them as interns, but we also hire them. So everything is all, it's 360. But I'm thinking, I'm just talking about like that practical show up on day one and oh, this is no different than as I was going through the hiring. They're asking me things a little bit personal to really figure out what my personal values and what my North Star is. What are my motivations? That's the gear towards that situation, behavior, outcome outside of those technical skills. And once I start, it, it, it doesn't stop. When I'm officially, air quote, onboarded, it doesn't stop. And they really vested in who I am and shout outs and, and recognition and just praise. And I'll, I'll just add one last thing, Amy, because I, I get really excited about this. And again, like it's a mirage. I always have to pinch myself. Is this real? And ask other peers, is this real? You've been here longer than me. Is this real? And they're like, it's real. It's this from leadership, once again, especially the plus ones or plus twos. When you get in meetings, they absolutely deflect and boomerang recognition right back out to team. And they're very specific on who it is. So when you talk about like hiring, that's just one facet. I'm talking about the everyday thing. They don't want that praise. They're already at the level that, hey, I don't need that recognition in my team. It's them. They did it. And when you think about theoretically how you always want that to show up, that's how we show up. And so beyond working, that's that hiring piece that it's really hard it has to be very genuine from the inside out um, that, that I really believe in. Living Corporate is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program. It's incredible. Okay, so first off, you didn't know, Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They have fast language acquisition, meaning you're actually going to pick up the language because it's going to provide an immersive experience for you through their program. Speech recognition gives you a trainer for your accent. Convenient, right? You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Incredible value. Lifetime membership has all languages for any and all trips or language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stones offers for 50% off. That's a steal, y'all. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, living corporate listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today, today. Everything you just said made me so excited and also so baffled. <laughs> Sorry, I get it. No, but baffled. <laughs> Because I've worked in large companies, I cannot imagine hugging the chief people officer as, at any of the companies that I worked at. I can't imagine within a couple of hours even meeting the CEO of some of these larger companies. And I've certainly been in enough high-level meetings to hear executives take credit and not deflect and not give. And so on the one hand, I'm completely baffled. I'm like, what would that even look like? But on the other hand, completely excited because it's almost you've entered into this alternate universe where things run as they should and people are doing the right things all the time, not as an exception. And what a blessing that is to be in a place where 
not only do you feel like you can thrive, but everybody around you is thriving too. So what does that mean in terms of like, you can see that it's working from your own personal perspective, from your own anecdotal perspective. What do you think are some of the broader implications for the brand based on this culture? Implications. So how does this align to the mission of the company? What does it enable you to do that you might not otherwise be able to do? Really be able to actualize upon ideations. So I'll go back to what you said about, yeah, baffled, because I think we've become very jaded and numb to like all these organizations that either put money right out there, messaging, and then it's very disingenuous later on and just ends up being the self-fulfilling prophecy of, yep, okay, yep, it's not working there, yep, it's not working there. And so when you're really in this organization and you think about just psychological safety for yourself, the organization, for your teams, for the employees, but also even the customers and how they approach even our restaurants, they may think I'm going to show up and I'm basically, what I tell you is going to somehow reach Frank and other teams. They really feel that connection and psychological safety It's truly allowing, the implications really are truly uh, allowing ideations, problem solving, but also the allowance of mistakes. That's the biggest thing that you see is a a common denominator for a lot of psychological safety. And so when you think about that, we are able to, not everything's going to get to our customers. There are a lot of different things that don't get to the market, but we've at least tried it. And, and so you think about just from a humanity standpoint, we're not shut down to this culture of no, we're not constantly chasing and wasting time, time and money with facts and figures over and over. We're just allowed to truly ideate. And those ideations come from not just people experiences, but also our products. And so it's just this, again, it's like an oasis, a mirage of the way it should be. So we're able to capitalize on our talent practices things that are going to measure data and having data transparency, what's that going to look like and being okay with it. We're talking about supplier diversity as well, and also community impact. And we're also talking about just capability building in general from around our enterprise. So just really trying to level up all that time, but not level up from a competitive and money monetary standpoint, but level up from, again, that people common denominator as well. So it allows us to do a lot. And if I say the only downfall was just finding enough time, enough days, hours, minutes uh, within the year, the calendar year to be able to execute all these things. Um, but that's why you memorialize things, document it and say, okay, we didn't get to this, but maybe we can get to it next year. It's occurring to me as you're talking about innovation and people trying out ideas that for as long as I've been paying attention to any business conversations, typically public radio and they do marketplace or whatever the analysis is. Taco Bell is always a standout in terms of innovation, not just in the products, but in the business and the way the business is run. And I remember hearing about this decades ago that Taco Bell was so innovative in the way it manages its logistics and the way it manages its product, right? And where they go to market. And so it just, it seems to me that not only does this pay off in terms of the dividends of the people that you work with, but you've really grown both within the structure of the organization, the organization itself has matured quickly, but you've also been able to expand the footprint and the reach and the the positioning of the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this, Frank. 
As you think about the future and you're looking at this big backlog of yes ands that you want to try and implement, what excites you the most to try or to accomplish or to become? Oh, honestly, it's again, to serve others, to, to the courage to serve others for in service is true life. It is when you get your colleagues and just 360 and everybody that you work with and cross functions, when you get them to actualize beyond your own experience, that's a lot to digest. So I'm going to say that again, when you get them to actualize beyond your ex- own experience, beyond my own experiences. I I still have many filters like anyone else. And I'm honest about those. There are over 200 known biases and counting. I don't know everything and I'm ignorant to a number of things. And ignorance to me is where I'm always trying to go. But when somebody and functions and groups and clusters actually actualize beyond what I've thought and bring it to me and say, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I need to go research that because that's already way beyond diversity dimensions it's beyond my scope. Wow. That's, that's what I keep aspiring to and excites me because I have had those clusters like Frank, that's great. We, uh, for example, we've implemented closed captioning and this and that we've made this as inclusive as possible. We've updated this on this and this, but have you thought about this? And I'm like, no, I have not at all. (laughs) Tell me more about that. And I'm now learning from you. And I'm just like a student here, just I get excited about those things because if, if you're a true inclusionist and, and also just in leadership models, and you, you take influence from wherever you can. I love to be open to influence. I, that baffles me all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I embrace it. I say, thank you for expanding on my ignorance and educating me, Amy, because that's, I just, and we have that a lot. And I think that, again, that goes to that psychological safety foundation of allowing for mistakes, allowing for people where they are on the spectrum of learning, and then appreciating that and letting them self-discover. It's not always going to be actualized out into the to the field or operations or our customers. It might not even be actualized internally, but we at least tried it and it has been documented and we're keeping a catalog of those things. So yeah, I just, I know that sounds very simplistic, but honestly, some of the basics in life, beautifying the basics are just, are very enthusiastic to me or, or keep me enthused, should I say. I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to see uh, <laughs> what you learn, do, and become in the coming years. Frank, thank you so much for sharing your insights and your infectious enthusiasm <laughs> with me and my audience. I appreciate you so much. Oh, no, I appreciate you. You're, I feed off of your energy, Amy. You're awesome. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow Lead at any level on LinkedIn and YouTube. Then join us for Including You video simulcast every Thursday at noon Eastern. Including You can also be enjoyed each week as part of the Living Corporate Audio Podcast Series, available on all major podcast platforms. Learn more at living-corporate.com. Including You is brought to you in part by Lead at Any Level, a boutique training and consulting firm improving employee engagement and retention for companies that promote from within. Lead at Any Level. Leaders can be anywhere and should be everywhere. Learn more at leadatanylevel.com. Lead at Any Level and its logo are registered trademarks of Lead at Any Level LLC. The views and opinions of guests on our show do not necessarily reflect the positions of Lead at Any Level, Living Corporate, or the sponsors of Including You. That's it for this week's edition of Including You. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review or a comment to help other people find it as well. Be sure to join me next week when my guest will be Ted Webergola 
from Google.